Welcome to Ode to Games. My name is Logan Plant, joined today by Kevin Valine. Hey, Kev. How's it going? I'm doing good. It's going pretty well. We got some weird news to talk about this <laughs> week that, that's been on my mind lately. Lots of save data stuff that I'm not too happy about. Joining us also to talk about all that, Zach Ross. Hey, Zach. Hey, I am still here, ready to talk about save data stuff. Really? It's exciting. Really <laughs> yeah, exciting. Yeah, I'm so excited to talk yeah. about. We have more exciting stuff to talk about later on, like Kevin beat a, a trio of Mario games, so we're going to get into that. Zach and I conquered one of the most fun boss fights I've ever played in my video game career, so exciting stuff and to difficult. get to. Oh yeah, really brutal. Uh, but we are going to start off with the PlayStation 5 save data situation, which is complicated. It's very complicated and confusing, and there's a lot of question marks and no consistency. Very similar to what we're seeing on a pricing basis. With You don't know how much a next-gen upgrade is going to cost. You don't know how much a next-gen game is going to cost, except on a case-by-case -case basis. Unfortunately, it's kind of the same with save data. So you look at games that are getting next-gen upgrades. Some games, you get your save upgraded Free of charge. Spider-Man, Miles Morales. If you start it on PS4, boom, put it in PS5, get that free upgrade, get your save data. Some games, you have to pay for the next-gen upgrade. I know NBA 2K is one of those. I believe Call of Duty Black Ops Duty. is another one. You have yes. to buy an upgrade, and then cool. your stuff carries over. But then there's games like Yakuza Like a Dragon and Dirt 5, Kevin was saying, where your saves don't carry over at all from PS4 to PS5 if you upgrade to the new version. So it's and not just only a mess. Do they, not only do they not carry over on PlayStation, but they do carry over on Xbox. Yeah. Both Dirt 5 and Yakuza Like a Dragon, mm -hmm. which is baffling. Yeah. So it's just really confusing messaging for next gen. And then on the case of just straight up backwards compatible PlayStation 4 games, there's currently no word on if that stuff carries over. So, for example, if I get my PlayStation 5 on November 12th, Zach and I still will not be done with Monster Hunter at that time. Do I have to keep my PS4 hooked up to keep playing Monster Hunter World? Or is that going to carry over through the cloud? There's no reason to me that it shouldn't carry over when all your saves are stored through your PS Plus account through cloud saves. Exactly. Yeah, and it's, and it's weird that they haven't really talked at all about that and they've still been kind of kind of coy about backwards compatibility they've been saying like oh 99 percent of ps4 games are going to work on ps5 but then they're bringing out these like collections of, of ps4 games we don't know if it's going to be a rollout similar to uh xbox 360 back in the day where it was like some set and some more would be added and some wouldn't they they really haven't been particularly detailed on how this backwards compatibility works and it only gets worse when you put in all of these next-gen versions of the same games and the fact that some games do carry over and some don't that get the next-gen upgrades. And it's, it's a, a free mess. upgrade. It doesn't make sense. Yakuza Like a Dragon, that comes out on PS4 in November. It's getting the PS5 version next March. PS4 owners get that PS5 upgrade for free. Like, if they put in the disc or if they own it digitally through the PlayStation Store, they are getting that PlayStation 5 version for free. So, essentially, you buy it once, you have it both places. But your save doesn't carry over, so it's like, what does it matter? What does it matter if you get this free upgrade when it's not, I'm not I won't say useless, but really cumbersome to make full use of the next-gen upgrade when you're saving? And what I assume is a pretty long game, Yakuza Like a Dragon, it, it, just, doesn't, it just doesn't make sense. 
I'd like to know why there's the discrepancy between Series X and PlayStation 5 and why some mm-hmm. of these games just don't work on one but work on the other. Like it would it would make more sense. It would it would suck even more, but it would make more sense if it was just like, yeah, these games, none of the saves carry over. Then I'm like, okay, yeah. well, that blows, but that makes sense. Yeah. But it's like, what? Why is it that some of these work on Xbox but don't work on PlayStation, but some of these other games on PlayStation do work? Like, mm-hmm. like, what? What is the difference? I don't. I do not understand. Yeah, <laughs> Zach, you have any ideas on that? No, I'm also as confused as you two. <laughs> Yeah, it it doesn't make sense. It's really weird and frustrating. And I mean, you, P, the Xbox Series Xs are out in the wild right now. A lot of journalists, YouTubers, influencers have them, yeah. and they're saying, "Man, I'm playing Xbox games. I'm playing 360 games, and it is awesome." And I don't necessarily need the PS3 and be backwards to work on my PS5. But come on, I mean, it's, looking at this PlayStation Plus collection, which has what 18 games that are free for PS Plus subscribers on day one. Monster Hunter World is one of them. I want to know if save data for those is going to carry over. For example, Infamous Second Son, I have played probably four hours of. Is that four hours going to be there on PS5 if I decide to boot it back up or not? Like, Monster Hunter, my 280 hours, is that (laughs) stranded on PS4 or can I bring it with me? Like, that's the big one for me is Monster Hunter. Just wondering what's going to happen with that because... I mean, in my entertainment center, I was planning to swap out the PS4 with the PS5 come November, but if I have to leave my PS4 hooked up, that would be kind of frustrating as someone who is upgrading to the next gen. I have to assume that all of these PS Plus games are going to have, you know, save data transfer because PS Plus has its own online storage for Mm these save data, and these are guaranteed PS Plus games on both PS4 and PS5. Well, not PS Plus on PS4, but Mm -hmm. if you have data on PS4 and PS Plus, it stands to reason that you should be able to transfer that save data over to PS5. Yeah. It would make sense. That's what it you would. hope for. Absolutely. But then it again, would I would say sense. it would make sense for the saves to carry over for some of these other games that don't. Yeah. True. And it is weird that they have not said anything about play, your actual PlayStation 4 games that aren't getting a next-gen upgrade. What is happening to those? And we're a month away from launch of these consoles. Yeah. Because people have huge libraries of games, and I'm sure that most people were planning to do what Logan's going to do, or is planning to do, and just take the PS4, put it on put it on a shelf somewhere, and then put the PS5 or in there. Or trade it in. How many people were going to mitigate yeah. the cost trade of their PS5 with their PS4? Because PlayStation has already said, oh, 99% of PS4 games are going to work. They have come out and said that. But, but now it's like, work and save data. Those are two very different things. Yeah. And they have not elaborated on that. And it just shows how much further ahead Xbox is in terms of just backwards compatibility in general. Mm-hmm. Whether we're talking about being able to play original Xbox games or 360 games or save data and these new versions coming to Xbox Series X and Xbox One, it is so much more user-friendly on Xbox where you're just like, hey, everything's here. Everything's wor- everything works. Mm-hmm. Or PlayStation is like, yeah, I mean – some of these work. Uh, here's a list. Uh, hey, you look need through. A, you need Second. a manual to figure yeah. out everything that's going to yeah. work on this thing. Check which games you bought work, which games don't. Uh, be prepared for some headaches. Yeah. Yep. And then the other thing we don't really know either is how PS4 games are really going to run on PS5 with if they don't have the next-gen upgrade. So, like, for example, Spider-Man Remastered is going to look way better than Spider-Man did on PS4. But what if I just take my straight-up Spider-Man PS4 disc 
pop that baby into the PS5, old Spider-Man face and all. I just <laughs> want to know how that's going to run and how other games like Monster Hunter World, Zach and I played today. It took us like three minutes to load into this one place on PS5. Is it going to be faster or is it going to be the same? Like, I just want to know how these PS4 games are going to run mm-hmm. on PlayStation 5 also. Yeah, who knows if uh, PlayStation 5 is just going to block old Peter Parker. Just like, sorry, man. <laughs> you can't play no, old can't Peter play Parker this. on this console. Yeah. Only the new one. Yeah, so that's kind of a, a messy situation that I've just kind of been thinking about this week. Like, why, why? Why is it like this? I wish it was just simpler and easier. Hopefully some of the stuff gets cleared up. Because we're a month away. We're a month away from these things, which is insane. And Sorry. Xbox has also been doing a good job of getting the Series X into people's hands so that they can give these hands-on hands-on impressions. Yeah. And we can get an idea of how the console works, maybe not with next-gen games, but at the very least with older titles and see how those work. Mm-hmm. With PlayStation, you're just getting kind of a drip feed of information here. And yeah. we're a month away from launch, and these are some things that you'd like to know about. Yeah. And finally this week, we did get a little bit more of a look inside to the PlayStation 5. They did a teardown video Sony released earlier this week where they literally took the PlayStation 5 apart (laughs) and showed you everything. And my gosh, the takeaway, I think, is how enormous that thing is. It is giant. It is that dude's torso. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It is massive. Yeah. And, and it's funny because people were making all of those jokes when the Series X uh, was announced, like, oh, this thing is a fridge. This thing is huge. And then the PlayStation 5 just rolls along like, yeah, man, I'm like twice as big. Yeah, yeah, it is It is chonky. And I think we kind of learned the reason it's so big is to keep it cool because the fan is enormous. The fan is yeah. huge. And then it has a heat sink to, to absorb the heat and not let the console overheat itself. And that thing is huge. And then the disk drive has these, like, buffers, like these basically insulators to keep it from making a lot of, like, whirring sounds like the PlayStation 4 disk drive does. So I think it's all about, like, everyone's PlayStation 4 sounds like a jet. And I think that is kind <laughs> of the point of why this thing is huge, to, to keep mm. it quiet, which I think in the end is a worthwhile trade-off for how enormous yeah. this thing is. Well, that was one of the biggest complaints of the PlayStation 4, especially when it got later on in years where it just got louder and louder. Yeah. It's good to know that they knew that that was an issue and tried to rectify that with the PS5. I honestly wonder if my the PlayStation 4 original that I sold on Facebook is still chugging along or if it died after I sold it. <laughs> I, I bet I it's fine. It was a trooper. Probably it, It's probably just really loud. Yeah. Just a whole non... Holding on for dear life. Yeah, but they also showed... People thought this was a big deal. I didn't care. I think mostly Xbox fanboys were making a big deal about this. About how you have to unscrew the base of the bottom of the PlayStation 5 to be able to turn it horizontally. It's just one screw, and then the base has a slot that you store that screw in to make sure it doesn't get lost, and then you clip it on the side of the console to turn it sideways. And everyone was like... And then Xbox released their cheeky tweet... How to rotate an Xbox Series X, and it was just they just put it on its side, and it was like the PlayStation video from a few years ago. But I don't think that's a big deal. Like if it means that when it's standing up horizontally or vertically, it's going to be more stable. Then I'm all for having to unscrew it if I want to turn it sideways, because that's only a choice you're going to make once. It's not like you're going to be yeah. constantly flipping it back right, and forth. Yeah, every like, day right, you change it. Does <laughs> does this fit in my entertainment center? Standing up. God no, it does not. We're <laughs> going to put that bad boy on its side. <laughs> forever yeah. that is the decision you're gonna have to make and it, it should probably be a pretty easy one yeah uh, to, it ain't gonna fit in, in uh in most people's little 
sections of the entertainment center. Mm-hmm. But yeah, um, what are, what are the odds? Like it it looks simple, but what are the odds that someone is going to like break the uh, the white plates on the side to try and pull them off? Because yeah. like it looked simple, but man, seeing some like switch stuff when that first came out and people trying to put the the Joy Cons into the controller and, or the, the or the little like yeah. straps putting them in wrong, man, how many people are just going to snap that somehow? Yeah, <laughs> I'm worried. Yeah, I'm worried like, about it how seems simple. Are be. I don't know. Where are you guys no. now that it's it's kind of settled in for a few months, Zach? Where are you at on the design of the PS5 console? You're on board? Do you not like it? I won't know fully until I have one in my hands. So a year and change. Exactly. <laughs> Ask me again in a year and change. <laughs> right yeah. now, I'm okay with it. Yeah, Kev, how about you? Yeah, I'm fine with it. Um. I, it's it's a bit big. Um, just thinking about where I would put that now with my current setup of where my consoles are, I'm not sure how well it would fit put where my PlayStation 4 is. Um, yeah, I'd probably have to move some things around. So the size would probably be the biggest hindrance. Uh, but the rest of it, I think, is fine. And I kind of like mm-hmm. how you can like screw off the little like stand on the bottom and also use that stand again to just sit it on its side. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think it's sleek, but we're also going to end up with a PS5 Slim that probably cleans up a lot of the stuff, so, you yeah. know. I really like the uh, As design. it is right now, I think the size is the only thing that I'd be worried about mm-hmm. to actually be able to fit in places. Yeah, it's going to be huge, but I like the look of it. Uh, I mean, it is it is like really over the top, but I'm, com- I'm kind of a fan of that. Like, I like really weird looking consoles like the GameCube. Like, what even is that? That's like my favorite design console, but it's super weird. Like, I'm glad it's not just a, a basic box. I don't like the Series X. I don't like how it looks very much. It's just a no. just a freaking box. Uh, it it's an Xbox. Yeah. It's literally a box. Yeah. yeah. Not to hate on Xbox, though, because I think we talked about how sleek the... I really like the One S and the One X. I really like both of those consoles. And the one, yeah. and the Series S I like, except for the weird black circle. Yeah. Um, little turntable. Yeah. But I am curious to see how huge it looks when I get it in here uh, next month. That thing is that thing is going to be enormous. Yeah. I'm just glad here it's going to be quiet. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. That was that was one of the biggest problems with the uh, with the PS4 for sure. Yeah. Glad that they knew that that was an issue. Just yeah. looking at this photo though, the dude next to it is just the perfect encapsulation of how big this thing is. Where it's like yeah. sitting on the desk and it goes up to the dude's like chin. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. All right, man. It is huge. It's big. Yeah. We were talking about a PlayStation 5 saves a little earlier. I want to move on to a save situation I'm upset about. Monster Hunter Rise does not support Nintendo Switch Online cloud saves. <laughs> and it, it is just so frustrating. And Animal I, Crossing all over again. It is. Are they worried about cheating? Is that the thing again? I assume so. I assume that it's just in the category of, oh, if you don't like the loot drops you get, if you don't like the the jewels you get from the like the first Wavarian rituals that Zach and I do to like synthesize new jewels from your old ones, you can just reload your save. Or if you fail and lose all your resources, whatever, you can just re-download it. And they don't want that. But I am so sick of Nintendo Switch Online keeping me from backing up the save data I care about the most. Splatoon 2, Animal Crossing, Pokemon if I cared about Pokemon, and this one, and Monster Hunter, it's like, those are huge games you care about your progress in more than most other games, and not having a way to back up Monster Hunter is terrifying. It is. 
Yeah, yeah for, for games where people sink hundreds of hours into, like an Animal Crossing, like a Splatoon, or like a Monster Hunter. Those are the games that you want to protect that save data. And it's just so annoying that they can just opt out and be like, ah, no, we're not going to use it and just have this this what should be a really good feature of switch online maybe we should get it for free but i mean it's on switch online and people are just and companies are just like eh, no or <laughs> like, mm-hmm. uh, no support sorry yeah it's like opt out zach how would you feel right now if your monster if your ps4 broke and you couldn't get your monster hunter world save back that would be the most I devastating gaming loss you could have yeah 300 hours know, of your life beside oh. myself 400 yeah. hours 400 hours <laughs> nearly <laughs> God. 380 385 who knows at this point but they're i'm not done yet that's the that's the sad part yeah because if i lost it now logan would have to finish all of our tasks left to do by himself <laughs> it would be sad i don't know yeah. if i would i might just put I, it I, down i don't know either man yeah so that's Which online's a great service yeah it's disappointing i hope they come up with some weird alternative way to back up your save like they eventually did with animal crossing because Especially with a handheld console like the Switch. Like, the risk is higher for, for losing it or it breaking. Losing it, breaking it. Yeah. yeah. So they got to figure something out. But there's also some other Monster Hunter Rise details that came out uh, from this week. Capcom interviewed with a few different outlets. I think that the, the main thing to talk about is good news. The biggest problem with Monster Hunter World's multiplayer is gone. The You can't join until you everyone's seen the cutscene. That is stripped Thank away. God. So that's a huge fix. However, they are returning to a pre-Monster Hunter World multiplayer setup where single-player quests and the multiplayer quests are separated. So there are some quests that you just cannot do with other people, which is how the series always worked until World. Uh, so that's, that's is it, disappointing. Is it again for the story stuff? Do they still want you to see that story? Or is... Like, well, how do they now, differentiate between the single-player and the multiplayer missions? Are they just not balanced? Yeah. For- now I'm confused, because if the single-player missions are story missions, then having the multiplayer part where seeing the cutscene doesn't matter, then that's what well, be I was just because the multiplayer missions don't have cutscenes. Did did they say, like, what the distinction is between the single-multiplayer missions? I'm not, again, I'm not super into Monster Hunter, so, you know. So in Generations, oh, yeah. which Zach and I dabbled in, there is a yeah. single-player hub and a multiplayer hub. The quests are basically the same in each one. So, But the difference is that in Generations, to unlock new facilities in the main town, you had to beat them through single-player. So you could progress through all the quests in multiplayer, go from one star to two to three to four and so on, but you wouldn't be improving your town and getting facilities you may have needed to upgrade your hunter enough to be able to accomplish those later so ranked Crystal quests. Crystal Chronicles. <laughs> not sure. quite that bad yeah. but, but but on that sort of on those yeah lines. so hopefully like zach is planning to come and visit in six months when monster hunter rise comes out we're gonna plow through it that weekend hopefully we can progress through the multiplayer stuff and not have to sit in the same room as each other playing the single player quests so that's uh, i think we kind of just have to wait and see what more they say about it i think they understand that Especially after World, more people see Monster Hunters a primarily multiplayer experience. So, yeah. we'll see. It didn't decrease my excitement too much for the game. I'm still incredibly excited. But that was just a little like, man, you fixed the one thing we hated and then you added this new thing. That, <laughs> yep. that Old thing, technically, that we didn't want to see. So, Hopefully it's not a situation like with uh, with Builders 2 where we all get together to play and it's like, oh man, you gotta, you gotta play through the first like 10 hours or, or <laughs> oh whatever. Oh my god. 
that was play together. I think that's what took away a lot of my gusto for that game was how much we had to grind to unlock the multiplayer. Oh, that sucked. Yeah, that was hopefully hopefully it's a little better than that. Wait, did either of you beat that game? I did. Yeah, Kevin, did okay, you? Yeah, I I you did, Zach. I did. Yeah, I just yeah. I just can't remember yeah. anyone else like that actually beating that game. Yeah, <laughs> I yeah. I like. I think it's a good game. My boy Malroth. I know. I know. Logan hates Malroth with the most it. burning hatred. I um, liked that game. I, I want to say that right now. Decent. So, anyways, hopefully you don't have to go through some crap where it's like, yeah, hey, you got to play through the first like five hours of single player missions before multiplayer stuff mm-hmm. opens up or whatever. I don't. If it is like generations, it wouldn't won't be like that. We jumped into multiplayer right away in that. So, hopefully, yeah. hopefully it's it's like that. But that game looks mm-hmm. great. That game looks really, really good on the Switch. It's I'm super excited. A couple other Switch games got some updates this week. Hyrule Warriors, Age of Calamity, and Pikmin 3 had a Nintendo Treehouse showcase. Pikmin 3 looks good. They showed off a lot of that new photo mode, some of the new Olimar and Louis stuff. Hyrule Warriors, I was, I'm so sold on it after this presentation. It, it uses the same world map as Breath of the Wild, and you go to all the towns and the locations, and, and the towers are how you navigate the world, so it's taking so much from Breath of the Wild. I just thought I thought it looked pretty phenomenal from what we saw. It, it is that blend of Breath of the Wild and Dynasty Warriors, more so than Dynasty War- or Hyrule Warriors, which felt like Dynasty Warriors with that Zelda skin. So I'm super yeah. sold on it. You guys see anything from either of these two games that that got you particularly excited weapons don't break in high world wars <laughs> they don't and yeah, they level up now get excited mm-hmm. you imagine if they had the same system in there where you're killing like 300 dudes like up oh, that broke oh, <laughs> i got to swap to a new weapon oh, that broke sorry <laughs> swapping every like 2 seconds uh yeah i didn't have a chance to watch too much of this with the time difference, but I caught a bit of the Hyrule Warriors uh, showcase, and it, it's just really cool how they're incorporating a lot of the of the combat from uh, from Breath of the Wild into this one, and seeing like mm-hmm. the uh, oh, man, I forget the champions' names, but is the the first video that they show with the lightning attacks Urbosa. and everything, Urbosa's uh, mm-hmm. lightning, uh, which looks super cool, and just seeing like all the extra moves like stasis and things in motion is. Uh, is really cool to to see how they incorporated so much of, of Breath of the Wild's combat system, as well as all the other stuff that in, incorporates that game mm. into this one. It just feels like Breath of the Wild with Dynasty Warriors elements. Yeah, like the the like the font, like everything. It just looks like Breath of the Wild in just the coolest way. I'm I'm super hyped for it. That's only a month and a half away. Also, November, man. November is going to be a beast. Yep. <laughs> Yeah, and don't overlook Pikmin 3, folks. No, people will. It's sad. Absolutely. It's sad. Hopefully it does all right. Yep, Pikmin 3. When does 3. that come out again? October 30th. Man, that's got, that's got like a, a week. <laughs> yeah. Got week 10 days before uh, before everything else just rolls in to overshadow yeah. that. It's yeah. this year's Halloween I eat next generation consoles. Mm-hmm. What did you say, Zach? It's this year's Halloween game like Luigi's Mansion was. It is. Yeah. Spooky. Spooky Pikmin 3. Yeah. <laughs> but I thought it looks great. Uh, I think that game looks looks really cool. Split screen mode looked fun also. Uh, it does actually split the screen in half so you can go off and do your own thing. You don't have to stay on like the same screen the whole time. Oh. So that's really good. No secret of Anna. No. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> gotta gotta no. get her quote in. No. Yep. No secret of mana. But yeah, one of the things that uh 
that Pikmin 3 will be directly competing against Cyberpunk 2077, which went gold this week ahead of its November launch. Of course, it doesn't mean as much anymore since there's always day one patches. It just means that they're printing the discs now. So, yeah, that game, it's happening. Yeah. That game is, think, in fact, I happening. We knew it was happening when uh, that Keanu Reeves commercial came out during, what, the NBA Finals, uh, where they're like, all right, now we're putting it in front of just the random normal person, yeah. and we put that release date on there. I think that's when we knew, like, all right, they ain't budging on yeah. this uh, November release date. And then now that it's gotten gold, it's pretty safe to say that it's out. It's coming out, despite yeah. all of the crunch. That thing will be out mid-November. Yep. Day one buy for both of you guys, correct? Yep. Yeah. I'd say so. Day one play with Yakuza Like a Dragon depends on how fast I get through that, but it is a day one buy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Got to secure a copy. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's going to be rare. No. When are you guys <laughs> playing Spider-Man? Because you, you can play yeah, that on your Spider-Man. PS4. Miles Morales? Yeah. Uh, when's that come out? November? November 12th, same day as the PS4 5. God, okay, nope. <laughs> Everyone, so... November 12th, Spider-Man. Yakuza, November... November 10th. November 10th. Okay, so we got Yakuza, got Spider-Man, yeah. and then November 18th. the 19th. 19th. Yeah. All right, so I'm going to... Okay, so... <laughs> What's, I'm going to beat the You're going to have to map this out. Like, you're going to have to be going like, all right, we got like 16 hours here. Can we beat this exactly. game? Hours. Mm-hmm. Holy crap. Okay, it's... Yep. They're all going to get beaten by the end of November. Whoa, I'm going nice. to beat Cyberpunk in a You're beating what, Cyberpunk by the end of November? I don't... How hey, fast I, beat did you Witcher beat three, I beat Witcher 3 in 12 days. That's true, <sighs> okay. and this is going to be shorter than that. I think it's a little yep. bit shorter. So, so, it's so you could squeak it in. Absolutely. Wow, that is, those are some big words. Uh, for me, it would be... Because I also have Sakuna that's coming out. Like Now is the same days as Yakuza. And I'm going to so. play Sakuna. <laughs> and Hyrule Warriors. And Hyrule Warriors. Uh, so for me, for Spider-Man, that'll be after Yakuza and Cyberpunk and Sakuna. So when does either Assassin's in December, come out? November 10th. And Assassin's Creed. <laughs> You're still playing any of those Assassin's Creed games you were playing for? Black Flag, technically. Oh, Black Flag. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so look forward to, uh, to Cyberpunk on the 19th when everything else is coming out. Black Flag was a disappointment. I just want to get that. <laughs> my my November's not quite as busy as your guys's November's. I'm going to for sure pick up Spider Man on launch with my PS5. I already have that pre-ordered. I really want to play Sackboy. I'm not sure if that's a day one mm. buy, but that looks so much like Super Mario 3D World. I think it looks phenomenal. So I really want to play. How that much is Sackboy? Sixty. Sixty. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So like, and you got uh, the packing title for the PS5 too that you can play. Oh yeah, Astrobot. I'm gonna play that uh, for sure. It's apparently well. about five hours. Absolutely. That's that's pretty out. good. But which is yeah, solid mm-hmm. amount of time. It's not just like a couple of mini games or something. It sounds like there's like some worlds and it's actually just a, a relatively full game. Yeah, so that's exciting. And then Hyrule Warriors on the 20th is a a day one pickup for me. Super excited for that one. So not as busy. Yakuza, I'm going to... You're you're getting the new console. So... Yes. That makes things busier. But I will not be playing Cyberpunk. I will not get swept up in the God of War hype. I will not. It will not (laughs) happen. Uh, I promise. I swear on this podcast that I will not buy Cyberpunk in the year 2020. 
2021 who knows maybe i'll play it but but yeah i i think i'd rather i want i'm way more interested in the witcher in general which is getting a it's getting a free upgrade to ps5 so i'm waiting on it at this point for that um because it's yeah i own it i own the complete edition on ps4 it was like 15 bucks or something like that like it always is on the playstation store Mm -hmm. so i'm just gonna wait till that next year when that upgrade comes out and play it then that's that's funny to me because i'm like i'm the opposite as i was playing the witcher and knowing that cyberpunk's coming out i'm like yeah i think i get way more invested in cyberpunk's world than i could with the witcher so yeah it's interesting that you're the other way there's too much there's too much to do in november too much going on, so I will say that is not be that is very much true. And, and then I'm uh, gonna replay The Witcher. Oh god! And then like a dragon, <laughs> I want to play because I think the turn-based combat looks cool. It's kind of a fresh start, but I'll just wait for the PS5 version. That like is an easy excuse for me to not also feel pressure to pick it up in November. Well, and then you don't have to deal with the the save nonsense. Mm-hmm. Once nope. you get the PS5 version, you'll just be able to play the PS5 version and have the saves on there. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Oh, man. Dude, it's it's coming up. November is it is fast approaching. Getting excited. It's gonna be here in a flash. Yeah. Watch like, everything. What a blink, and it's gonna yeah. be all, in March. Not a single thing comes out in November. Speaking all of the, the PS5, in Japan and all territories now across the world, X the cross is going to be the standard input button on PS5. Right now in Japan, it is circle. It has always been circle. And the cross has been back, like the circle is here in the states. And I remember Used to Kev, be like that. when we played uh, Power Pros. Yeah, it took some getting used to for me to hit circle to advance and stuff. So yeah, interesting that that is becoming the new standard. I wonder why. I guess they just want it to be the same for all regions. Just be, it makes things easier, I guess, that there's mm-hmm. just one standard that they can go to. But I will say yeah. it does kind of make more sense that the circle is like a yes and an X is a no. Yeah. Like just that base thought is like, okay, that makes sense. But coming from someone who's been playing PlayStation in America and just like X is, is the standard input, that's what I'm used to. Yeah. So this is fine for me, but um, but it, it, it does kind of make sense that circle probably should be at least the symbol of uh of input like correct correct input but go mm-hmm. oh, yeah i think square should be correct input <laughs> <laughs> come on where are my triangle boys at <laughs> and then uh, last thing quick mention steve and alex and zombie and enderman are coming out smash next tuesday so we'll have impressions on that i'll play as him a good amount next week to talk about it on the show from the showcase it looks wild there's the mine carts there's tnt there's building there's upgrading your tools every stage has a different ratio of what materials appear it's insane it's insane so look Mm -hmm. forward to us talking about steve next week when i have some hands-on time with him and maybe i'll play against zach as him maybe we can we can get that going uh kevin if you want to boot up smash bros 2 after who knows how long since you last played it we could uh, a long time. yeah <laughs> and then yep. uh, also some new amiibo terry banjo which looks great and byleth are coming out next the year. banjo one looked amazing yeah he's standing on a jiggy it looks so good Ooh. yeah it's really and cool. it's keep, they keep pulling you back in uh one more thing on that a ps5 the x being standard input apparently circle will still be used for the input in games for uh what? for so japan but the system menus will be x oh which i think is way worse <laughs> it is horrible then you're swapping back and forth that is uh, really bad so 
That's going to be kind of gross. Mm-hmm. Uh, Zach, did you see that the the trophy levels are getting bumped up like crazy? crazy I think high they now? already did because I checked. And oh, I was did like, they? Yeah, okay, that happened. Okay. Yeah, because I went from, what was it, like Yeah, because I was like 12. 17? So, 16, 17? Okay. No, I was like 16. Now I'm at 290. Jeez. For the, out of 999, though. Oh, there's a cap? Yeah, it's now Captain. It was Captain 99. Now it's Captain 999. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. And I don't know. I don't know how it works. I think the ratio of trophies is different. So platinums are yeah, worth plat- more. Worth more from what I've heard. Yeah, I saw. Um, I saw like a, a graph of how it all worked, but I <laughs> it didn't really make much sense. I know it, it was kind of complicated. Because they said like platinum is 999. I'm like, that can't be right. Like, what is? No, okay. What is that? Like, so how that works is that from like. Zero to three hundred, you're bronze. From three hundred to six hundred, you're silver. Oh, and from six hundred oh, oh, to nine hundred, you're gold. And nine 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 is platinum. And there's like three tiers of each, and it just affects the the icon next to your level. Oh, like Overwatch style. Like your okay. level is just you, yeah. That's Who's how nine 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 up in here? Oh my god! I don't know. Yeah, no crazy. Kidding. I'll have to I'll have to check and see what my my level is yep. on, uh, on PS4 now that it's out. All right. Is that it for news? That is it for news. Also, Fall, well, real quick, Fall Guys Season 2 is out. We have not had the chance to play it yet, but we're definitely going to play it uh, before the next show. So that'll be – our impressions of that will be coming on next week's show. Yes, let's do it. All right. Did you guys want to talk about uh, your experience with Fatalis? I know we, we were talking about it last week and how – you did say that you would have it beaten by this week's show, and you did. Yes, so, we did. It was not mind. easy. No, it was not. <laughs> a collective of like ten hours. Mm-hmm. We spent. Do you know how guy. many how many failed attempts? Um, no, uh, don't know hand, the exact a handful. Number. Yeah, a good handful. Yeah, we well they take about thirty minutes. And we probably did it for like eleven hours, so I'd say about twenty attempts at this about guy. Twenty, okay. Yeah. Woo! The thing is that it's a thirty-minute fight, and we would lose at twenty-eight forty-five every time. Yeah, it was so weird. We would so lose we our last like life the at the exact fight. same time almost every time. It was insane. I don't know how it worked out that way. Weird. Yeah, but this fight was an absolute blast. I adored it. I loved the music. Uh, I loved all the phases. There's three distinct phases, and they're all really, really cool. There's the really cool kind of mechanic of is his head, is he standing straight up, or is he bending, like, or is he bending over with, like, his neck to the ground, and what you can do to him changes based on which phase he's in at that point. It was just a super creative, super awesome fight. All the cannons and all the ballistas and stuff around Mm -hmm. the arena made it really, really fun and interesting. And it was, there was no cheap, damage check like there was on Alatreon, the last main update. Basically, once you got to his last phase, it's like, if you did enough damage to his face, his attack power is weak. And if you didn't, you better start hurting his face or, or you're screwed. But it's not like instant death if you didn't do enough damage. So it was it was pretty awesome. I loved the fight a lot. It was, when we finally beat it, that was a fantastic accomplishment and oh. a great gaming moment. And the weird thing about it is that we had come close ish every time to beating him but the time we beat him like it wasn't even close we were dominating that entire fight we had like a handful of lives left like it i was, didn't die it was a significant and gap. you only died logan once did, logan did not die it was it was crazy 
Yeah. Um, huh. So, so I guess we just got just lucky on that last run. in terms of that. Yeah, it all clicks, all came together. Well, here's what yeah, I think happened. We were up until like 2 a.m. my time on Sunday, just grinding at this thing and couldn't do it. And we decided to go to bed, get some sleep, and then fight it again with fresh eyes. And it was our second attempt the next morning that we just dominated and did not die and and beat it. So, yeah, it was awesome. It was It was an incredible fight. And the armor and weapons are amazing <laughs> for him. It's, like, they are so good. Yeah. It's extremely overpowered as per what a final boss. Like, this guy... You would expect if you got to boss. that point. You yeah. deserve yeah. it, right? If you could yeah. beat this guy, you deserve to be a broken god at the game. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And you, can, you can decide if you want to be broken. You're like, all right, I'm going to equip these exactly. and just destroy everything. Or, or I'll give myself some more of an actual challenge. Mm-hmm. But I think it's my favorite fight in Monster Hunter World. I think it's my favorite one in the entire game. Oh, beating yeah. the Great Jagras? <laughs> yes, that too. Uh-huh. But yeah, just thinking about kind of the marquee fights that you do, like Zora Magdaros, which we did with Kev, just that huge thing that you just fire cannons at. That fight sucks. Like, it is not, yeah. it's not a fun final boss. And then kind of the other bosses, I feel like they improve over time, and it, they nailed it with this last one, just making it feel like a real hunt rather than just hitting this giant punching bag that stomps you to death and doesn't do anything else. So, yeah, it was awesome. It was dynamic, and the location was awesome. It was just a perfect send-off for the final major update of the game, I think. Absolutely. Nice. Glad, glad you guys beat it. So now it's, what, a couple more... Just random missions here and there, and yep. then put the game to bed. Yeah, we're we cleaning up. Stuff. <laughs> yeah, we just we just got some random crap that we've decided that we want to do before ending the game. Is this like straight up 100 percent of like quests, or oh, God, no? <laughs> so then, what made you decide to do these ones specifically? So there's the optional quest category. And we're finishing everything in that. There's like dozens of arena quests we're not doing, oh, yeah. which are awful. Okay. Um, but we're doing all the optional quests because once you do mm-hmm. that, what's the quest called? Master Hunter of the New World. And that's like the that's, last quest yep. you get once you've beaten every other optional quest. So we're trying to get to those. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And then we're nice. putting it down. We're putting it to rest and we'll we'll be done before Rise comes out. And then we'll just start do all, it all over. Again. Yep. <laughs> Well, that'll be nice that you have some time in between finishing World and Rise coming out. You have some mm-hmm. time to just take a rest on Monster Hunter and then be able to come back and have things be a little bit more fresh when that drops in the spring. Yeah. Yep. But not it's like nice that it's also right not, to not too long of a gap either. Like, we're not waiting, like, when is the right. next game coming out? Like, it's definitely You in know sight. where it's coming out, yeah. yeah so. It ended really good timing uh, to mm-hmm. when we were wrapping up Monster Hunter World. Um, so it's clear that this Rise is designed to be released for us specifically um i'm, I'm sure that they took <laughs> yeah. us into account oh yeah yeah so i've totally. seen that uh rise is getting post-launch content also like free events and things like that so maybe when they stop supporting that game it'll be like okay monster hunter world 2 coming out six months and it'll just be you this just... endless cycle i hope so yeah, yeah. <laughs> two years of support in the new game two years of support yeah. just an endless cycle yeah but it was it's it was phenomenal i adore that game and yeah, that, that was just a, a great fight. Nice. All right, what else have you guys been up to? Zach, any... I, I see you got Minecraft on there. We have not gotten the chance to uh, to play Minecraft all together. For good reason, and I'm about I'm to think... complain about it. Oh, oh, okay. Well, okay. I was going to say that we're planning to do it 
this weekend. This weekend. I'm not yeah, complaining but... about you guys. I'm complaining about how stupid this is because I bought this game because crossplay between PS4 and PC is available for Minecraft. Right. However, the PS4 version of Minecraft is the Bedrock Edition. The Bedrock Edition is one of the newest editions of Minecraft, which right. is edition on pc absolutely you can buy the bedrock edition on pc the bedrock edition is the only thing that can cross play with the bedrock edition now the bedrock edition came out in 2018 on pc and anyone who bought the game prior to that has the java version on pc which is the vast majority of people and everyone i know yep Um, that's what i have because we were (laughs) because we were checking and it was like oh okay so pc is going to have cross play with all of these like well i already bought the game i figured out in 2012 early 2012 so that was nice but yeah i have the java version and from from 2018 to april of 2020 you could have upgraded for free to the bedrock edition there was two years where you had the opportunity (laughs) to upgrade and now it cost thirty dollars not a single person who i was going to cross play this game with was willing to spend another thirty dollars on a game they already owned so now I'm not cross-playing with anybody. I'm just playing with a buddy of mine who also happens to own it on PS4. And now Wait, you were guys, you not I, playing with these people. I, I thought you already were playing with these people. No, or were you was, planning to? I was gonna. I was. Play, I'm playing with a friend of mine who owns it on PS4, and I was gonna play it with a group of friends of mine who play it on PC. Oh, now they I'm all play it together because they have. They all have Java. the Java version. All of them have Java. They would all have to buy the Bedrock version in order for us to play together. Yeah. It is unlikely. Are they are they both getting updates at the same time? Like the job, so they have all the same. Minecraft is getting this this caves and cliffs update that's coming out. Looks Mm -hmm. pretty cool. I saw some stuff on that. Both the Java edition and the Bedrock edition are are getting that update at the same time. As far as I know, because the Bedrock seems to be completely updated to where the Java is right now. I don't know if there was a gap between those (laughs) updates, but they're they're currently at the same place. Um, so that's I mean, a little weird. Technically, all of us have Java, right? We all bought this game way back when. Or did you technically, not? Technically, I did a long time ago. But now that I have it on so, PS4, it's just locked into the Bedrock version. You can't access your, your Java version on PC? I can. Actually, I don't even know if I have my login information. I, I was able to remember. I already bought it on PS4, so Kevin, you just got to bite the bullet and buy it on PS4. <laughs> But the weird thing is, it only costs twenty dollars on PS4, but it costs thirty dollars on PC and thirty is on it, Switch. And thirty, and 30 on, Switch. on Switch is is PlayStation just super behind on updates? Is it on sale? It's <laughs> not on sale, and no, it's not behind on updates. It's up to date. It's just twenty dollars. Yeah, so you, you know should... what it is on like, I I guess if it's a, if it's thirty on PC, it would also be thirty on Xbox because they share the ecosystem. So yeah, yeah. That's weird. Yeah. So yeah, Kev, <laughs> just drop a twenty, pick it up, and we can play this weekend. All right. I guess I'll still have the Java edition. And yeah, if I was gonna play with like friends from back in the day, they all have the Java version anyways, unless they all mm-hmm. upgraded. But I kind of doubt that. I, I, so. I, I never once heard about this free upgrade on anything ever. No. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't even know there were two versions until I was digging around trying to find yeah. my my login information for Java, and I was like, oh, here's yep. all this crap. I'm like, oh god. How's the game though? You play anymore? Uh, it's Minecraft. It's great. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah. I'm, so odds are we'll time. play play it this weekend. Cool. And yeah. uh, have some random thoughts about it next week. Anything else, Zach? A little bit of fall, guys. Um, trying to get prepared for the net, the new season. Uh, Logan and I played a few games. 
a little rusty. Hadn't played in a while. <laughs> uh, I have not played that game in a long, long time. Yeah, but uh, I'm excited for the new season, so we just played a few games of that. Mm-hmm. And other than that, that's about it. I have not played a single-player game in, I want to say, three years. Three what years, happened huh? here? Tomka, get on that. Come on. Okay, near. You've got until Like a Dragon comes out on the 10th. No, I'm giving up games until November. I have to take a hiatus. Logan, what have you been up to? Uh, Ghost of Tsushima. I love it. It's it's getting more brutal, like in a good way. I was just ripping through enemies, and then I think in the middle of Act 2, there's kind of been a difficulty spike, but it's forcing me to learn the four different stances more than I was before, because before I was just sticking with the one I liked the most and just destroying everything. Mm -hmm. But so I really like that, because it's making me get more acquainted with the combat um but yeah still really enjoying that the story is it's top notch it's very good uh but nothing really new to say on that one and then great ace attorney i am in the second case now it's really cool it's really different because like kevin you've you've played the original trilogy you know like there's a lot of like technology and like fingerprint scanning and spraying for blood and all this stuff and this game takes place at the turn of the 20th century, so like late 1800s, early 1900s. So there's none of that, and it's just really cool to see how differently the trials play out when none of the technology that you're used to having in the Ace Attorney world is there. It's like really interesting and different, and I think it makes it makes the cases feel really fresh. So I'm enjoying that game quite a lot. Mario 64, a game I'm not enjoying quite as much. <laughs> uh, I have yeah, there's some there's some bug in there. I have like 52 stars, uh, so I am I'm nearing the end. Uh, but I to go. I am enjoying it, but yeah, the camera is still just an issue, and just like Kevin was saying a couple weeks ago, just as you get to the later levels, it just becomes less forgiving with with the yeah. camera angles. Um, but it's still fun. Uh, and then I also tried out Mario 35, which is the Tetris 99 version of Super Mario Brothers. And it's not it's not really working for me. <laughs> yeah, um, I played one game and I was like, all right, <laughs> cool. Yeah, it's it, it doesn't work for me because I'm like, oh, I love Fall Guys. That's a Battle Royale platformer, maybe. And I love Super Mario Brothers. I like Tetris 99. Like this all lines up to be something I should like. But I think the matches are way too long. I think it just very balanced. It just like, goes it, on forever. Because from what I've seen, you lose like 90% of the players in the first like minute or two, like yeah. they're all done. And then you just have like four or five people just ripping those levels for forever. Yeah. And they don't stop. Yeah. And I've, I've not, I've gotten third, I think was the best I got. I played like three times. I got third once and I sat there and watched how long the last two guys kept going. I'm like, this is insane. Like Tetris 99, like it actually accelerates how quickly people are getting knocked out, which is I think how it should work. I think as the match goes on, it should get harder to stay uh, in. With Tetris 99, the speed at which the blocks are dropping just gets faster and faster Mm -hmm. as you go along. So Mm -hmm. it becomes becomes more common for you to make a mistake. And then you also have the people attacking you as well. So that would lead to to people as the game goes on. It gets harder and harder to stay alive. Yeah. But with Mario, it's like you get more enemies thrown at you. But the more enemies you kill, the more time you have. And the more time you have, the less pressure there is to actually work your way through these levels. So... 
instead of it feeling like this intense, fast-paced battle royale, it's almost like leisurely, like take your time, be methodical, get through the levels, kill the enemies to, to get your timer up. And I, there's not really a sense of urgency, which I think just makes the matches drag. So I wasn't a big fan of it. I was a little disappointed because I thought it was something that I, I might be able to get into, but eh, this one was really Well, I guess me. it won't hurt as bad when the game gets delisted in the spring. <laughs> yep. <laughs> that it's yep. not actually a good game. If it was a better game, then you'd be a little bit more worried about that. Yeah, for sure. So, so. that's all I've been up to. Uh, pretty busy, busy week for me. But yeah, Ace Attorney is, is kind of my priority right now. Uh, Ace Attorney and Ghost of Tsushima are really the two things I'm plugging away at. Nice. I beat all the Mario games. Nice. <laughs> I beat Galaxy. Last week I had already beaten it, but I was uh, just going for the 100% Mario run. I didn't go in as Luigi at all. That's going to be one that I do way down the line. But it'll be nice to have him available when uh, when I do decide to go back to it. Uh, but I did that. That was fun. Man, oh, God. The, the green star levels, just those last three little stars... And how they're like, hey, you know all those like bogus motion control mini games that you hate? These are all those levels. <laughs> the green stars unlock the super brutal uh, marble race thing or the the rolling ball. You have the one where you have to like blow the bubble around. Uh-huh. Man, they're nerve wracking. The it was and, and the and the surfing, which I still actually like. I think the surfing works really well with the control uh, with the motion controls on the switch. But man, the those levels are not good. I hate those. The marble one specifically is just so zesty. Uh-huh. I got lucky a couple of times. But there was one point where it like puts you on this automated it puts you on the little like automated track to the next area. And it just dumped me off and killed me. <laughs> like it shot me off the track and I just died. So that was nice. Uh, but I beat that game really good. I was mentioning last week that there were moments where Mario would start like spinning around in circles randomly. And I thought that that was just because the gravity was kind of freaking out. But I had moments where I was on flat ground and he'd freak out. Like I was on just like a regular area that had nothing to do with any sort of gravity. It was just like a normal Mario area. And he still like started freaking out and going in circles. So I don't know what's up with that. Do you have Joy-Con drift? Uh, I was playing with my Pro Controller. Okay. I don't use my Joy-Cons like ever. Yeah. Yeah. so, So I don't know what that was. But beyond that, I don't really have too many issues with it. I think the motion controls are really good on Switch. And... Yeah, besides just some weird gravity things that haven't aged super well, I think that game still holds up quite nicely. Uh, Sunshine. Man, that game. <laughs> I remembered why I got super frustrated with it as a kid. Man, that game is just so unforgiving at times. Uh, Mario, while I do think his controls are are improved in a lot of ways from um, from Mario 64... There's still some jank, specifically when you get to the like special areas where it's like, oh, you got to do all these platforming challenges. And they're like, hey, we try and put in these gravity elements where you have these like spinning platforms that you need to stay on and you're having to like run across it as it's as it's spinning and you have to stay on the top that is facing upwards. Mm-hmm. But man, sometimes you have no idea if Mario is going to roll up to the other side and be fine or if he's just going to slide off and kill himself <laughs> like Mm-hmm. There are so many points where you're just like, I don't really know what Mario's going to do here, <laughs> and we're just going to have to to cross our fingers and hope he doesn't freak out. Mm-hmm. Um, so I remember getting super frustrated at those, um, and you can tell that this game was rushed back in the day. 
coming from having red coin missions in every area and having the 100 coin missions, having 240 blue coins to pad out the rest of the star count, having the really boring chase with Shadow Mario at the end of each and every world, and the fact that you face Gooper Blooper like three or four times, you, you can tell that they didn't have a bunch of time to, uh, to get everything done here because there's a lot of repeats uh, with some of these levels and with some of these boss fights. The blue coins are just ridiculous. I would not recommend going after them. Uh, but when you're getting to the levels that are different, it's still fun. Like the roller coaster level, I have fun with the Pina Park. You have the, uh, I mean, the hotel can be a little bit jank, but I think that's really creative with just like exploring through the hotel and going up into the rafters and uh -huh. using Yoshi for that. So when you get to the levels where they decided to get a little bit more different, it's a lot of fun. But when you get to the secret levels with Mario's weird controls and doing the same boss fights or Shadow Mario encounters, dude, you know what this sounds dull. like? What? Sounds like Sonic Colors. It's like you go to a <laughs> level and it's good, and then they make you do a bunch of crap in the same level and it sucks. Yeah, <laughs> it is. It, it is. It is kind of like that. Yeah. Um, so, and I also don't like the 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 design that you have to go through the seven acts and that the eighth act of each world is meaningless towards your towards the final boss. That's only for a hundred percent progression. All of the blue coins are meaningless. All of the shine sprites in Delfino Plaza are meaningless. You just have to do the set, the first seven in each of the worlds. So while I wanted to explore some of these areas, I'm just like, I kind of want to get to the final boss and finish it. So I don't really have any reason to go ahead. And then you have all the blue coins, which there's so many of them that it's like, I don't even want to go after 100% where it's like, then why would I go do a lot of this other stuff? Especially yeah. when the last couple shines of the areas, like the watermelon level, that's when you get into the real nonsense, the pachinko. There's, there's some weird stuff in there. So yeah. I think at times sunshine is, is a bunch of fun. It looks really nice. And in most ways, Mario controls better than he did in 64. Um, but I think putting all three of these games together, even with Mario 64's jankiness, um, it is the weakest of the uh, of the three. Mm -hmm. But I had some fun with it. Um, first time beating that final boss. It was good. And then I beat 64. Uh, I've talked about it a lot before, so I won't say too much more. I will say that uh, I died on that final boss fight way too many times. <laughs> because nice. you get to the point where like you he gets rid of most of the platforms, right? Like he he gets rid of like half of the stage, and so you're having to to throw him from like much further away than where mm -hmm. you were before, where you could get him to the very edge. And man, you you have to get him spinning so fast because you're so far away. It's like I cannot judge where I'm going to throw him. So it's basically <laughs> just like I'm I'm taking a guess here, yeah. and I I guess I just got lucky when I finally killed him. But I died on him so many times. I'm like, man, I shouldn't be. This is a game that kids have been beaten for years and i yeah. just got railed by bowser so many times uh -huh. but i beat it um and it was fun uh, i don't know if i'll go back and get the rest of the stars got the 70 for the final boss um but it was a good time if i had to if i had to rank them i'd probably go galaxy 64 sunshine um mm -hmm. they all have their quirks uh but with and they're odyssey all still fun. above all of them yeah with odyssey above all of them and I don't know where I put Galaxy 2 because it's been so long. Mm -hmm. Probably, hmm, I don't know. Either Galaxy 1 and Galaxy 2, probably interchangeable. Yeah. yeah. But, yeah. I still recommend you go out and play them. Uh, they're still a good time, despite jankiness. Uh, they're still 
games that I think you have a good experience playing through. Zach, are you ever going to get to those? Yeah, I got to do 64, Sunshine, Galaxy, Galaxy 2, Odyssey, Super Mario World. Is that all of them? 3D World. Super Mario. 3D World. 3D Land if you really want to go for it. 3D Land? Yeah. Just uh, don't forget to pick up the game before uh, before they delist that thing. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. And then I started. November. Oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> God. <laughs> Why? Dear God. Uh, and then I started Final Fantasy VII Remake last nice. night. Nice. Uh, that intro is is super good. Yeah. It just throws oh you God. right in there. Yeah. And it's surprising how much it asks from you right off the bat with that boss fight. Like it was. Yeah. It was. It was kind of messing me up a little bit. I was using potions and stuff. Like it was. It was kind of destroying me. Uh, so I was. I was kind of surprised at how quickly it throws you in. So I got through that first like encounter uh-huh. and got back to your main base area. Two and a half hours. So. Don't have too much to say yet because I'm still in the very early stages, but I did appreciate how it just throws you right into the action mm-hmm. in this area and throws you right into a boss fight within the first two hours that is actually relatively challenging. That was that was kind of cool. So yeah. I'll have more game. thoughts on that because I think that's going to be the only thing I'm really playing until all the November stuff comes out because I got to beat Final Fantasy VII. I love that before game. All these things come out. That game was so good. Speak- <laughs> it is. From what I've played, it's it's pretty good. It's also gorgeous. That game looks so yeah, great. It does look real good. Yeah. Looks real good. On the topic of PS4 games and trying to beat these things before the PS5 comes out, Final Fantasy VII is one of mine, uh, one of these games that I wanted to beat before PlayStation 5 comes out and all these other all these other things take up all of my time. So for you guys, what are some of these PS4 games that you want to try and uh and get off your plate here now that the PS5 is on its way with a new slate of games. Three words. God of War. There we go. <laughs> you you knew it had to be coming, right? Come on, why can't I beat this game? You don't even try. I know. So let's re- once again recap my history with it. Right? I, I got swept up in the hype. Thought it looked really cool. Got us all swept up in the hype. All three of us bought it on launch day. (laughs) And the one person who got most swept up was the one that didn't finish it. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't finish it. I got stuck on that boss fight, which you guys both acknowledge is is bogus. Yeah, Yeah, that thing is off. I had a very difficult time beating him. Yeah, Yeah, I still remember, like, beating that boss fight with just a sliver of health. Like, he could have killed me with one more hit. That boss fight's awful. So I enjoyed it. I was like having an okay time with it. I was like, this is fun. I didn't love it as much as I wanted to, even from the start. Whatever. I got to that boss fight. I put it down for a year. Literally on the one year anniversary, I picked it back up and I was like, I got to do this. And a couple weeks later, I I got through that boss. Then I played like one or two more sessions of it. And then I put it down again and I haven't touched it since. So yeah, I'm not close. I'm not even close to the end of that. And it's like, I'm considering just bumping the difficulty down and just plowing through the game because I got to see the story. I've heard the story is great. I have not been spoiled on it. I don't know what happens. And I feel like I got to be God of War. It's my rite of passage to send off the PlayStation 4 <laughs> is to complete God of War. It's it's one of my... It's like the... So many people pick it for like Game of the Generation. Like, oh yeah, God of I, War 2018. I don't know if I agree with that, but... <laughs> but it is a good game. And like people I thought it was pretty good. are obsessed with it and love it. And I just, I don't know, I'm just not there. And I'd like to, I don't think I'll ever get there. 
but I'd like to understand more why people think that. I would like to experience the rest of this game. I also think another reason that I have not been able to fully understand the game of the generation hype, why people are so in love with it, is I don't know what the series was before. I've never played a different God of War game where it's just like Kratos on a mad rampage with no character development. So I imagine that's a huge stark tonal shift to people who have played the series. And to me, it's just like, yeah, I just, I don't have that background knowledge of the franchise, but I got to get through it. I got to see what happens. I like it. I think that throwing the ax and calling it back is cool, but yeah, I, I, <laughs> it's a cool I, mechanic. It is. I got to get through it. So that's, that's my biggest one. At this point, I wouldn't blame you to, to go through on an easier difficulty just to, just to see it through. Yeah. Yeah. You picked it up and put it down too many times. Yeah. May as sure. well just make it a little bit easier to roll through. Why don't you uh, just go through your other two that you got and then we can rip over to Zach. Oh, so I put the Witcher yeah. three on here, but I'm going to uh, wait to P- until PS five until the next gen upgrade to play until, that. Yeah. I've heard it. Doesn't it's it kind of chug at, po- at points even on PS four? I thought I remember uh, hearing that. Zach, you'd be the uh, one to. Did mine chug? I feel like it might have a little bit, but it wasn't super noticeable. Okay. Uh, I did play it on a slim. Pro. Yeah. So maybe you have less problems. Yeah. But I, at this point, I feel but like still. I should just wait until. until yeah, and you're getting it for free. Upgrade. It's not like you have to. You yeah. don't have to d- double dip. So yeah. Yeah. it wouldn't hurt to just wait for the next one. And then uh, one of Kevin's favorite games of all time, Persona 5 Royal. I, got, I own Persona it. 5? I own it. I want to play it. I've never played oh, you it. You do own it. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I'd like to play that. It's like Persona Five, Dragon Quest Eleven, like the two of the the two best modern JRPGs from what folks say. And I got to experience the other side of that coin. Yeah. So I got to play that one. Yeah. But that's Persona so many 5. hours. Yeah, it is. Hundred. A lot of hours. And the fact that I put in about forty hours into Royal and hadn't gotten too much of the to a ton of the new content yet. Yeah. Like, uh, it was maybe like an hour of new content. Yeah. Yeah. And then Zach, uh, Yakuza. I, I would one? also like to play Yakuza. Got... Oh, Yakuza. All Wait, of them? Which one? All of them? At least zero. I got to see zero through. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right, okay. There. And you own, yeah, you own them all. Wait. You own them all? I do, because they like dropped like 10 bucks on Black Friday. <laughs> yeah. From all, you're not going to play them. Oh. Yeah. We'll all see. right, Zach. Okay, so this isn't on my list, but okay, I have, you know how we got the GG app where we're li- like ranked all our games and listed all our games. I put Persona Five in abandoned, but that doesn't mean I can't do Persona Five Royale. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> should should I play Persona Five Royale? If should I get back into it? Do you guys think that that's something I should do? Is is this the Persona Five Battle Royale game? <laughs> oh, ooh, that'd be nice. <laughs> no, uh, yeah, I. But you didn't you didn't get too far into Persona Five if I remember. Twenty correctly. hours. Like two, 20 hours. two That's dungeons. nothing. That is nothing on Persona Five. So. I beat the second guy's uh dungeon. I would say uh probably pick up Persona Five Royal. If you're gonna okay. go back. If you if you plan to go back know. to Persona Five in any capacity, I, I would thought say it was okay. To... But I feel like everyone loves it so much. Like, why didn't I love it that much? Kevin, yeah, why didn't what's you wrong love with it me? That much? Yeah, what's wrong with me, man? I don't know. I don't know. It just wasn't just wasn't Dragon Quest Eleven. Dang. Okay. And then other than that, uh, Ghost of Tsushima. Logan's been hounding me to play it. Uh, seems like something I'd really enjoy. Just waiting for the price to drop a bit. Um, definitely gonna pick it up at some point. Was excited about it. Trust Sucker Punch. Uh, overall, yeah, just really excited. To play we gotta that. do that multiplayer. Um, it's out. And the multiplayer is out. 
Logan really wants to do that. I hate disappointing the man, so I got to pick it up soon. And you hate and, not uh, just taking everyone's advice and buying all these games. Exactly. If someone tells you to buy a game, you're probably going to do it. Yep. And speaking of disappointing Logan, over a year ago, Logan bought me a game as a <laughs> gift I for did. my graduation. He bought me Red Dead Redemption 2. Not too long after I had beat Red Dead Redemption 1 for the first time on PS3, he bought me this game so generously that I had been like, man, I really want to play Red Dead 2. I'm going to love Red Dead 2. Red, Red Dead 2's out. Got to get on that. He bought it for me. I played the first chapter. You know, I didn't get super into it. I put it down. Um, the first chapter is a very snowy area. This game is a prequel to the first game. I'm already, I'm not a big prequel guy. In general, um, I got super spoiled on Red Dead 2 at this point. I know everything that happens. That might be hindering me from going back is that I know all of the stuff. Um, and even knowing all of the stuff from the first playing the first game, you can infer a lot of the stuff. Um, so there is always that in the back of my mind. Um, it played pretty well. Um, like I said, I only played like an hour or two to get through that first chapter. I played barely any of it. This was over a year ago. Um, so I might be a little foggy on my memory, <laughs> but, um, yeah. I think that it, it was such a big game for the generation that one of us should at least give it a fair chance. And I Probably. think that person yeah. should be me. Yeah. You, you're the one that owns it. So exactly. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. The one to do it. So I what sucks probably... about being spoiled on the story is that from what I've heard, all the other, like, all the other weird stuff it does and just like, oh, you got to do all you got to pick up everything each and every time. Like the gameplay can be a little bit cumbersome and that the story yeah. is what pushes you through a lot of it. And if you've already been spoiled on a lot of it, it may oh not God. push you as much as it should. I know so much that happens now. I don't even know how it happened. I just saw I just kept seeing stuff. I was like, oh, oh more stuff <laughs> all happening. That's great. Mm -hmm. uh, but I want to go back at some point just just so i can say that i can beat the gift that logan gave me <laughs> nice well that's nice that's nice of you as for me final fantasy 7 like i mentioned earlier but i'm getting on that i plan to beat that by the end of this month or well the start of next month uh when all these other games come out so hopefully final fantasy 7 will be off this list another game that i own and that i've gotten a large portion of the way through and have been finished persona 5 royal uh, having already put in 100 hours into the first one and putting 40 hours into Persona 5 Royal, feel like I should see that thing through and go back to it and play mm -hmm. through so I can actually see the new content, a lot of the new content that was added, the new dungeon and all that stuff uh, for Royal. So I have no idea when I'm going to get back into that because once November hits, all these other games are going to come out. So I don't think I'll be getting back to that for a while, but I do plan on getting back to Royal sometime in like 2021 and then ghost of tsushima you know yep. here logan talk about it again with everything that's coming out i don't think i could beat it or something by the end of this year but it is one that is definitely on my list for i'll probably some play it in november titles <laughs> for some of the backlog titles in between uh when i in between now and when i pick up a ps5 sometime in later 2021 Man, even beyond those, there's still a bunch of like smaller titles that I still want to get to. Uh, the Mafia yeah. games I've been interested in, the Destroy All Humans remake, there's a bunch of other uh, games that are not as high profile as these that I feel like I should play that I do still really want to 
when I get to. And I'm sure that you guys are in a similar boat with some of these yeah. smaller titles. Like Ratchet and Plank. Oh, yeah. I, w- I want to play that. Oh, yeah. yeah Why? Like that. Prepared for Rift Apart. Yeah, dude. But uh, we are eventually that? on Ode to Games going to create a uh, definitive top 10 PlayStation 4 games and talk about it right here on definitive the show. Definitive between the three of us? Yes. Okay. Figure it out. So I just, it out. Yeah, we have to just make sure we're covering all our bases, like Zach playing Red Dead Redemption 2, mm-hmm. stuff yep. like that. Like I'm trying to think, are there any other major games that we've totally missed that none of us has played? Zach, you've played Bloodborne. People oh, yeah. adore Bloodborne. What a game. Uh, you've got Bloodborne. Sekiro, I admit, I played like ten minutes of, and I was like, "God, this is brutal." That's plenty. I was just not, I was not <laughs> in the mindset. Uh, control people like I hate Zach hates, so that one, that one's not really. We've all, we all played Horizon Zero Dawn. Yeah. Metal, We've uh, played all the Naughty Dog games. Yeah. All Naughty Dogs. I played Infamous. Nice. <laughs> Second Son. Nice. We'll get on the list, probably. Yeah. Yeah. So I think um, we pretty much covered our bases, except for. Except for these couple of titles. Yeah, so we'll get there. We'll get yeah. there. So look forward to that list 2021 sometime. <laughs> or the end of this year. I still feel like it could happen this year. We'll see. Maybe. Zach, get on Red Dead 2. I honestly oh, yeah. feel like that's all that really needs to all happen. Right. I need to beat Ghost of Tsushima. <laughs> Zach needs to play wanna, Red Dead 2. I want to have FF7 done. Yeah. Uh, to be able to be part of that discussion on that. Yeah. I feel so. like if Red, De- if Red Dead 2 gets done for Zach could do it at yeah. the end of this mm-hmm. year but it's like then what about like when horizon forbidden west comes out and it's like it's a ps4 game <laughs> <laughs> technically yeah redact it with all these uh with all these ps4 ps5 games yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll issue some corrections all right any final thoughts before we wrap this up too many games too little time too yeah. many games it's only november only november <laughs> Man, November is is gonna be a mess. It get yeah. excited. Like I've got two games dropping on the exact same day now that Yakuza got pushed up. Cyberpunk comes out a week later. What's gonna happen? <laughs> I don't know. And it's like You're gonna have to cherry pick. I would Yakuza is gonna be the the de facto game. That's the one that that I want to play through and beat because it's Yakuza. But Cyberpunk comes out, I could see myself being like. But I got really into Sakuna <laughs> and play that thing for like 50 hours. Like, I'll get to Cyberpunk at some point. It's on the yeah. shelf. I'll get to it. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. Yeah, that's going to it's going to be a fun month for stuff. Mm-hmm. But that is going to do it for us on this week's episode of Ode to Games. We're here on Fridays on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, our website, odegames.com. Every Friday, you can tune into us. You can find us on Twitter at Ode to Games. You can find us on Twitch at Ode to Games as well. You can send an email to odegamescast at gmail.com. For Logan and Zach, I'm Kevin. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll catch you next week.